Hey, this is Jason Overcome Redmond. Thanks for tuning in to the Overcome and Conquer Show. If you love this show, we want you to do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave that five-star review, leave a comment, and most importantly, share with your friends. Because sharing is caring. Everybody wants to be on top of the mountain. The problem nowadays is people want to get dropped off at the top of the hill and look down. It's that I overcome mindset that makes all the difference. See, the way we're taught is you're going to claw, you're going to scratch, you're going to bite, you're going to dig, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top of that mountain. That unequivocally is how I have managed to keep myself moving forward and finding success. Two seals, one mission. The Overcome and Conquer Show. And welcome back to the all new and improved Overcome and Conquer show. Boom. Dude, we have been getting amazing feedback on the new show. I mean, people are excited. You know, they're a little, uh, and when I say excited, I think they are stimulated. Yeah, it's it's a nationwide movement. Physically. Right now. It, physically, mentally, emotionally, socially. It's, it's a nationwide movement. We are big. I've got people stalking me. Sad thing is it's more dudes than it is ladies, but ladies. Hey, hey listen, don't judge. Don't I judge. Know, I know. You it's know? a new time, new era. Yeah. I am the uh, men are attracted to me. I'm kind of bummed that uh, I, I'm I'm stalked by women too, but actually I think it's men sending me porn invitations on Instagram. I just I'm you know everybody's catfishing no that whole. I learned what the yeah. catfish was today. No everybody's substance. catfishing everybody. So. My wife gets mad. I'm like, listen, this isn't me. Yeah, so, I love it. Anyways, love it. it's all good. What do we got going on? We got an amazing show today. Oh yeah, and we are really excited. We got an absolutely incredible incredible guest. And uh, we're gonna we are going to highlight her in just a minute. Let's hit up our uh, let's hit up our current events. What's uh, what's going on with you? What do you got coming up? Oh man, I've just been so busy. I'm I'm like a superhero, so I go where I'm needed. But other than that, uh, the online coaching, the the project, that's the big thing, you know that I'm doing. Dude, you guys are doing it well. You crushed the first project. Yes, we've got we've got two more in the pipeline right now. We're pretty much sold out for them. It's legit. It's 75 hours with Bedros Cooley and Aaron. Uh, we've got Aaron. The I fit can, beard himself. The fit beard. Uh, Aaron Alejandrino. I just got it right. Boom. Matt Schneider, Steve Eckhart, and myself, of course, leading the charge. Um, we are putting people through 75 hours of mental, emotional, physical, and uh, business development from the standpoint where we break them down. And we real rebuild them. I think you kind of know a little bit about something like that. You know, I'm a little familiar. You and I might have uh, gone through something like that called, you know, basic underwater demolition, SEAL training, Hell Week. Boom. You know, I happened to see some of our buddies last month at the uh, reunion that happened to be in the Smurf crew with us. <laughs> God bless. Yeah. We'll just say MK. We'll leave yeah, it at that. Yeah, we'll we leave it at that. Little, little, Mr. Angry MK. He's still active, so, so we don't want to mess with yeah. that. But uh, those were good times. Those were good times. Well, we, uh, we wrapped up an amazing... Operation Opportunity Veteran Entrepreneurship with Mr. Bedros Koulian also. So 50 individuals learning how to grow and build oh. their business, how to take the intangible skills they learned in the military and use them in the civilian world. And I told him, man, get out there, man. Don't think about getting into the rat race. Don't go work for somebody else, yep. man. You've done that for 20 plus years or however long you served in the military. Dude, set your own path. Now, since we have a lady... Um on deck. I'm not going to use the regular term. I'm going to use the fancy term, but talk about a menage a trois of awesome. Usually I'd say threesome, but since there's a lady here, I, I apologize. I didn't mean to say threesome. Uh, menage a trois of just, hey, listen, I, I think the listen, best in the business. Listen, you had me at menage a trois. Threesome kind of pushed me over the edge, but you know, 
I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I'm keeping my. I'm keeping so, it clean because but, there's a lady. But we got uh, we got the next operation opportunity coming up in San Diego on September 21st. So for all my West Coast peeps, if you are a veteran and you are interested in getting it on, learning how to be an entrepreneur, how to build better leadership and discipline, structure into your life, and getting advice from one of the fastest growing entrepreneurs that's out there, Bedros Koulian. And one of his guys, Ben Jones, uh, Ray will not be there. We're a little disappointed. I'm, hang on. Okay, I'm done crying inside. I'm I'll crying stick, inside I'll stick a to my lanes. Yeah. I'll stick to smashing but, people. You stick to the business side. Hey, man, it's all good. That's why the Overcome and Conquer show works. And then lastly, Ryan, what do you got going on? Uh, just a lot. I'm actually working on a trailer for a show called uh, I Am Patrick. Working on it. It's a documentary you've been working on. You know, where I grew up down in uh, rural North Carolina, there were actually a lot of trailers. So, you know, that's so. the most I've ever heard <laughs> I had a lot of trailers. Not yeah. quite the, tra- the kind of trailer. Oh, but, not know. that kind of trailer. My bad. Because I tell you what, down there, if you owned a double wide, you were king of the castle, mm. bro. Yum, yum. So, all right. Well, listen, I want to get into the show. Let's and, do it. Uh, dude, we are super honored to have this individual. She, she is an amazing, amazing influencer. And I tell you what, for all you ladies that are listening out there, or even for you dudes that maybe you're struggling and you've been struggling with weight or getting yourself back in shape or whatever it is, I tell you what, the young lady we have on has absolutely crushed it. She basically has taken her life and she decided, I am not happy with where I am. And she went on a fitness journey and transformed herself into an amazing fitness model. She is beautiful. She is talented. And then she grew that into a fitness coaching business that then she turned into an online coaching business, teaching people all about how to build and grow your own your own online business. So I got to tell you, it is my honor to introduce our guest today. She is the founder of Impact School. She is the founder and host of the Impact School podcast, ranked top 10 in the world by Income Incubator. And uh, she also is just crushing it out there. I love watching her uh, posts on Instagram. I follow her. She's got 133,000 followers on Instagram. Boom. I'm, I'm one of them. I'm honored to say they count me as 20. You're welcome. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is our great honor coming to us all the way from across the pond. The amazing, the beautiful, the talented, the intelligent Lauren Tickner. Welcome to the Overcome and Conquer show. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I honestly, I feel like I'm in the room. It's really interesting. I've ne- I've done so many podcasts, but this is the coolest one I have ever been on. I literally feel like I'm sat there with you guys. So thank you so much for having me. It's our honor. Yeah, and we're glad you're here. And we love the fact we agree. And we got to give a shout out to producer Ryan, because obviously it's his mad technical skills that make these things happen. Hey, hey. Not only is he devastatingly good looking, <laughs> He is technically savvy. Yeah, he is. He is. He's, I'm not going to lie. It's, he's looking good. He I is just good. look at the backside of him all day long. You know, I, I think all the men that have been hitting on you is creating some problems here. I think I'm noticing a little tension. I'm confused. I'm noticing I'm, a little tension. I don't know what I like these days, but it's okay. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> all right. Well, as we do with every show, we're going to jump into uh, what defines our individual. And Miss Lauren Tickner, 
What is your word of the day? Every Overcome and Conquer show, we, we like to focus on a word that defines our guest, and we like to dive into it. And you gave us a fantastic word that I think defines so many entrepreneurs, so many people out there yes. grinding. So would you like to share with us your word and why it means so much to you, why it defines you? Mm, yeah, the first word that came to my mind is committed. I feel like when you're an entrepreneur or whether you're someone who's into fitness or whatever it happens to be, you have to have that dedication, that level of commitment that other people just don't have in their lives so that you can become, you know, that top 1%, those, the people who actually strive to get the goal. They're the ones who do it day in, day out, even when they don't feel like doing it. It is that commitment that defines you over everyone else. I love it. I love it. You know what I what she keyed on is something that resonates with us. Did you hear the one percent? Yeah, absolutely. One percenter. That's why I like speaking to this lady right now. She is the one percenter. What does that mean? That means ninety nine percent of the population of civilization is not willing to go of above and beyond what this lady's doing and what Jason and I are doing. So my point is, is if you're in that ninety nine percent percentile. Change your shit up and become the one percent. Do what this lady's doing because we're learning from her. Yeah, become committed because uh, Lauren, you've lived it. I mean, and you would not be where you were if you were not committed. I'm sure as we get a little deeper into the interview, you're going to talk about the dark times that when you first started grinding, when you first started building yourself, when you put yourself out there, and that's a scary thing to tell people. This is what I did. This is how I'm doing it. And and we we all have the trolls out there that want to talk shit. Oh. And uh, you're like, damn, am, am I doing the right thing? Am I making an impact? You know, and you start to question yourself. Is this the right path for me? So many people tap out. They ring that bell. Mm -hmm. I agree. And you know what's so awesome is you notice she's standing. She's not even sitting. She's standing. She's like, hell with you two. You two are lazy slobs. I'm going to stand up. She's got two Navy SEALs bowing before her. She probably, her camera's probably there set. She's probably doing calf raises right now, but her oh, camera's moving up it. and down. How did you see? You saw below the camera. Yeah, but the thing is, guys, like, I just think so many people in life, they just coast. They coast through life. They get, they settle. They're pretty happy with what they, they have their money coming in the bank. They pay their bills and that's all they want. You know, that's all they want. How could you want just that in your life? Why would you only want that? You know, I understand that some people don't want more than that, but you should want more than that because it's, life is way too short to not. And so I love how you mentioned Bedros. Bedros has been a mentor to me. I've been to one of his masterminds before. He's amazing. And he has that mental strength, that mental resilience. And now he's on his way to building a billion dollar company. And he's mm -hmm. changing the lives of so many people. Because if you're just like everybody else, you're never going to be able to change people's lives. You're never going to be able to do something awesome and live a life whereby when you're laying on your deathbed, you can just be like, yeah, it's, it's the time to go because I've, I've crushed it. Love it. Yeah. And, and you've done it by staying committed. And I think that's what's so exciting. So for everybody out there, let's, let's, let's get into the meat of this because uh, Lauren, you have walked a path that so many out there uh, including Ray and I, you're at a level much higher than us and yeah. we'd love to get there. We're, oh, yeah. we're learning from you. That's why we're honored to have you on. So where did you come from and what made you into who you are today? Tell us about who Lauren Tickner was when she was younger that shaped her into this incredible internet sensation that's now shaping and molding minds uh, with your income incub incubator and with Impact School. 
<laughs> I'm not too sure about being an internet sensation, but you know what? I'll take it. There we go. <laughs> so back when I was younger, I, well, there's kind of two parts to it, right? There's the fitness side of things and then there's the business side of things. But the whole business side of things only happened because the fitness side of things happened. So when I was younger, I was overweight for my height, right? I wasn't massive. I wasn't obese or anything, but compared to my friends, I was unhealthy. And so I would always be comparing myself to them. And I just remember one time in science class, in biology, when I was like 15 years old, we all had to weigh ourselves. And I just remember being about 30 pounds heavier than all of my friends who were girls. And so you can imagine how that made me feel. I felt so insecure and I felt just honestly quite humiliated. So after a load of, just a load of time, basically I realized, okay, I'm seeing these photos of myself next to my friend. I look so much bigger. I need to do something about this. And so I think like the word commitment is interesting because I, rather than committing to a vehicle, AKA a way to get a result, it's more that I commit to an outcome. And I think that's important because I think one plus one equals two, but so does four minus two and 102 minus 100, you know? So it's really important wait, to wait, realize. Wait, wait, hang on. You're yeah, doing, you're doing advanced quick. math. Yeah, I was doing the math in my We're head. like really, <laughs> no, we're like knuckle draggers. I mean, I will admit <laughs> I did go to school, but. Uh, you were enlisted at one time. At one time, yeah, so. Lauren, please don't throw advanced math on our uh, on our listeners. They're, they're Come on, guys! Here. Like that was not advanced math. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Yeah. Keep you're you're crushing it. So, so, but I get what you're saying. You're talking about there are different ways to arrive at a destination. So, exactly. what led you to pick those different ways? Go right ahead. 100. So the issue was that in order to lose the weight, I didn't know the right vehicle. I didn't know the right way to do things because I just went to Google and I was like, how do you lose weight? And basically it told me you need to eat less calories than your body needs per day. And basically it kept saying, you know, you need to burn more calories than you eat every day. That was the biggest thing. And so I was like, oh, awesome. Okay. So I'm going to burn 500 calories a day on the cross trainer and I'm going to eat 300 a day because I didn't know about the human metabolism. I didn't realize that the body burns calories at rest not in that 500, you know? So naturally my body, even if I didn't move all day, I would have actually probably been burning about 1,200 calories a day. And so you can see there was a massive disconnect there because I was literally eating nothing, which is so bad, so dangerous. Listeners, please don't do that. It is not good for you. And so as you can imagine, I lost weight rapidly and uh, it was very unhealthy. So my question is, is I'm listening to you, you're growing up, you from what I'm gathering, you were about 30 pounds overweight, which you look phenomenal now. What was your defining moment? I mean, what I'm hearing is, is I'm hearing a duration of looking at pictures at doing this, but when did you, like I did, there was a time when I looked in the mirror when I was doing drugs and I was doing all this stuff. Was there one defining moment that you can remember where you just said enough is enough. And you know, you're telling me that you, you, the 500, the 300, but how old were you? What, what pushed you over the edge? I mean, was it the one picture? What was that moment that where you said, pardon my language, fuck this, no more? Yeah, so I was 15 years old and I just remember seeing a photo of me next to one of my friends. And I literally was like, I look like three times the size of her. I still have the photo on my phone now. And it was just like this moment where I was just, I was just like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing wrong? Because I was always eating quote unquote healthy, but I didn't have an awareness of, calories. I didn't have an awareness of how the body really works. Yep. And so 
yeah, I just got to that stage. And then I remember also I was getting bullied at this point. People, I was always friends with like, you know, people that I hate the term, but like the popular people in school, but the guys in my year, we weren't so much friends with them. They were calling me Mackie D's because I had a greasy forehead as well as I was going through puberty and like, I didn't wear any makeup then. And so I just remember being so broken from that and it just made made me feel so rejected. And so I knew that I had to change something. And so I committed to the outcome of losing that weight, but unfortunately I did it in a really unhealthy way. But because I lost that weight in that really unhealthy way, it actually led me to then doing what I built my whole fitness coaching business and brand around. So I then realized, you know, I need to actually gain weight now and I need to get healthy because essentially what happened was I ended up getting anxiety and I was having panic attacks and the doctors, they don't do it as much as they do in the States where they put you on medication here in the UK. It's not as common. So they actually put me on um, beta blockers to slow down my heart rate because my physical symptoms of anxiety was so bad because I was literally eating nothing and my body couldn't deal with it. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. And so there was cortisol everywhere and it was just horrendous. And so basically, um, pretty much like I was having panic attacks every single day and I just couldn't last a full day in school. And so again, I made a commitment. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to become strong because I want to be successful in life. And if I'm having panic attacks every day, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to be successful. You know, it was literally ruining my life. And like, yeah. So then I basically pretty much, um, got into weight training, got into lifting, got into fitness, got into fueling my body. And then I decided at that moment, okay, well I've been through this whole thing, but my friends around me, they don't get it. Like they, they aren't into going to the gym. And so it made me feel just like alone. I felt really alone. And so I knew that I needed to make friends with other people who were into training. So essentially what I did was I created a fitness Instagram and that was kind of how it all started. I love it. You know, you said something that was really interesting real quick. You said you still had that picture on your mm. phone. Do you ever look at that picture to see how far you've come or is it just something if you ever have a bad day or is it what you kept that picture on there? Why? Well, the reason why I still have it on my phone is because I used it for a transformation poster to post to Instagram. Yeah, to show how far I come, not just physically, but also mentally. Yeah. Me, more so than the physical change. Like the physical change is just a representation of the mental change. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. I mean, anyone can lose weight if they really want to, but to keep it off and to actually do it in a healthy way, that requires a lot going on up here. Yeah, I love it. Laura, and I got two questions based off that also. The first one, those, uh, those assholes have made fun of you how, how many of them are now following you and hitting on you? Oh, you want to know, like one of them asked me for a job. <laughs> ah, did, did you laugh at him? I so. was just like, I'm really sorry. I don't think the role's for you. Yeah. Well played. Carve is a bitch. Le- le- my language. Le- leadership tact right yep. there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think, I, I don't yeah, know if I would have been as nice. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So the- that, like, they have, they have actually apologized to me. Um, there was like more cases of where when they found my Instagram, they started like mocking me and trying to tear me down. And those guys, like they did end up like fully apologizing to me. And like, when I see them now, it's pretty chill, but like by no means are they my friends because you know, they're the 99%, you know, they, for sure, they're doing well in their corporate jobs, like climbing the corporate ladder. I've been there. It's not for me. I don't want to live like that sort of 
mediocre life, you know? It's just, it's, it's not worth it to me. I was so unhappy when I was working my corporate job that I'm just skipping a bunch of the story here. So no, it's uh, well, well, let's not skip too much. Cause I, I, I actually, the second part of my question was about the, those dark times when you were struggling, you know, so you knew you wanted to make a change. And I think this is where so many people lose track. They, they, they lose their commitment. Uh, I talk about the three rules of change. Once you decide to change, the first part is you have to commit the word of the day. The second part, you've got to figure out what the action is and you've got to put that action in place. And the third part is you got to have discipline to keep it going for the long term until you get to the results or the goal you're looking for. But, yeah, so- but I think in between, I think in between one and two, you have to commit to the outcome before you commit to the action. Because like, if you don't commit to the, if you don't know what the, you want the outcome to be, you don't know what the little daily inputs are, like the processes that have to go in in order to get there, right? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Did you find those times though, when you were struggling and you were figuring out, I think at this point you knew what the outcome was, but the process Mm -hmm. is that hard part. You were going through where you were having the anxiety attacks. You had people around you that were making fun of you because you did decide to work out. So first they're making fun of you because you were overweight. Then they're making fun of you because you decided to work out. Then they're making fun of you because you decided to put yourself out there about this journey. So I know so many people that go through journeys like that and they're like, screw it. I don't want to put myself out there. They're afraid. Mm-hmm. They let fear drive them. How did you overcome that and build that mental resiliency so that you got to where you are now? Right, exactly. So I think the f- the first time around when I wanted to lose weight, like that was fine. Like no one was mocking me for doing that. But it was when I actually wanted to like get into fitness and training. Like that's when people are like, what are you doing? Like you're a girl, you should do cardio. You shouldn't be lifting weights. Like you're going to get bulky. You're going to get big. But the whole thing was that I was continually educating myself so much on all things training and nutrition. And so I knew that I was doing the right thing. And I knew that I saw communities online of people who were into that. And so I basically, that's why I made that Instagram because I wanted to connect with those people. And it's funny because literally the reason why I made that account is because I wanted to follow them, connect with them, but I didn't want to do it on my personal Instagram because I do actually still have that one. I barely use it, but like it's where I follow my friends from school and things. And like, I didn't want them to know what I was doing. And that's the only reason why I started the brand that I have now. How crazy is that? It's mental. It's funny. I know. And so, so, yeah, I mean, I just started, you know, posting food. I started posting gym pics. I started posting just random stuff, but it was always helpful. And it's because I knew, honestly, that if I had been through all of that, where I'd lost weight in that unhealthy way, I was having panic attacks every single day, so I had, I had to leave school every day early and I had to go do all of my exams in a different room than everyone because I was, my teachers were afraid that I was going to have a panic attack or something. And like, cause of all of that, I knew that I went through all of that as someone who's strong, like as someone who is mentally very strong and always has been, if I went through that, then other people must be going through the same thing too. And not only that, but also uh, one thing that I didn't mention is that my brother's disabled And so he has epilepsy, autism, various other different learning difficulties. And I just knew that if I actually put my message out there and just posted stuff, even if just one person it helped, then it was actually going to be preventing them from going through what I went through. And so that's why I started. Like, that's why I was committed to actually building my brand and posting content and 
delivering value and showing up, you know, because when it's more than just for you, you know, when it's not your ego, when it's for actually to make a difference in people's lives, then it's easy to commit to because you know, you know, the reason why you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, well, you obviously reached the level where you had the credibility. I mean, you know, I've seen you, you're, you're amazing looking. There's a reason you're a fitness model. Now there's a reason you're able to get out there and show all these women how to turn yourself and how weightlifting can make you look absolutely phenomenally, uh, phenomenal. So what made you, at what point did you decide, Hey, there's more to this. And you were like, Hey, there's value in what I know. There's value in my knowledge and how you made that shift from just putting content out there and trying to share your experiences into monetizing it, which is what everybody wants to do in this day and age to not only provide value to people, but to provide value that helps, uh, helps us puts dollars in the wallet that you can take care of yourself. So when did your coaching pro program launch and how did you kind of reach that realization? It's such a good question because when I first started, actually, it wasn't a thing like making money from Instagram. Like, what? that wasn't a, not a thing. Online coaching, barely even a thing. The only reason I knew that online coaching was a thing because it was because I followed a few YouTubers like Christian Guzman, like Heidi Summers and all these big fitness names and Paige Hathaway and stuff. And, um, and so I, was basically after school, everyone in the UK goes to university. It's just a right of passage here. So for the whole entire final two years of school, AKA high school, year age 17, 18, I was studying like a freaking dog to get into this top university over here. Anyways, I managed to get in, but I decided being myself as I always do weird things different to everyone, just always, just always, um, I basically decided Actually, no, you know what? I'm not going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to go work in corporate for a year. You know, I really want to be, the, I want to become a female CEO of a, like the equivalent of like a Fortune 500 company, investment management firm. That is what I want to do. Going to London every day, making my money, like earning my bonuses, like being this powerful woman. So that's what I always wanted. <laughs> and so I basically managed to, I, I made up my mind that was what, what was going to happen. So again, committed to that outcome that I was going to go get that job. And so I did all these training days, assessment days, whatever, blah, 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 managed to get it over and above these guys that had like master's degrees in friggin' like investment, which was crazy. And so I obviously took the job. <laughs> and so, oh my gosh, I, w I was supposed to be staying there. I was going to stay for 12 months. I ended up lasting eight months, which I'm pretty impressed by. I'm not going to lie because I hated every single day of it. I hated it. It was the same task every single day, mundane meticulous, monotonous. I dreamed of working in sales because they got to do fun stuff, go to parties, like do new things every day, talk to clients, but they wouldn't let me change um, departments. And so, yeah, the day after I got my bonus, I handed in my notice and I left. And that was when I got my personal training qualification and started the online coaching at the age of 19. And then after three months of being in that job, I was able to triple my salary that I was making in the um, asset management job. And yeah, it's amazing. And the reason why I did it was just because I saw those YouTubers and what they were doing. Okay. So I have a question for you. I am a male or a female. Because when I, when I look at you, I actually see a better looking version. If I was a girl, I think I would be you. Because no, no, hold on. Let me finish. I'm not being insulting. And I'll tell you why. I love your passion. I do something similar. 
And from what I'm gathering is, is you're here to help people. And I define success as my ability to help others help themselves. And you said mm-hmm. it right there. I mean, you're doing what you love and you're getting paid for it. That's the, that's the dream. I can't say that. I guess that's the English the American dream, huh? Well, I don't know. Christ. I'm Apparently not. Yeah. It's the British dream. It's the too. British dream too. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are. I, you know what I think it is? It's the human dream is really what it is. I mean, anybody out there who basically can take their passion and their love and turn it into money and help other people. That's amazing. So my question is, is how does one obtain your services? Okay, I am, I'm on the internet. I'm looking to be trained. I want to be better. We've got the impact school. What do I do? Tell, walk me through it. So walk me through so the, the listeners know how to find you and how we can join your army or whatever, you know, what your, your, whatever you call it in, in England. I don't know. Just build my own Navy SEAL team, huh? Boom. So, Boom. All right. It's go time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, the easiest place is probably go to my Instagram, Lauren Tickner, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-C-K-N-E-R. And then I really just encourage people to message me, you know? Like, I love to have conversations with people. But another way for people to actually reach out is I have a podcast as well called impact school. Um, so there are two ways for sure that I think the listeners of this podcast can definitely get in touch. But the interesting thing is as of right now, as of the year 2019, my fitness coaching company has been on pause because I've really been focusing on the company impact school that helps people build their own online coaching businesses. Because I realized that if I built my business, helping others build their own online coaching businesses, I can have a massive ripple effect because I'm able to help people help people rather than helping the people directly. If that makes sense, I'm still helping people directly, but I'm helping their sort of like business side. And so that if if people want to start online coaching, it's newonlinecoach.com. I bought that sneaky little domain the other day because it's a bit of an easy one to say. But um, yeah, with regards to all of that, that's the best ways to reach out. Oh my gosh, are you taking an Instagram story? I'm actually taking a picture and sending it to you <laughs> on your Instagram <laughs> right now. So oh my I gosh, just, I love it. I just I sent Lauren Tickner a picture of me okay, smiling so- at her. I have an idea. Why don't the listeners make a little group chat with us all and send us a selfie? That'd there be funny. Go. Yeah, I that's love what that. we can do. That's a good call. Yeah, I got. Cool. Yeah, I got to step my game up sending you pictures. Holy moly! Holy crap! I'm gonna have to have to do some photoshopping or something. Make me taller or do something. <laughs> holy crap! That wasn't my best picture. I'm hey, like, listen, listen. I mean, it was Damn a selfie. It. Like. Nah, you Lauren, you, you said an amazing comment there when we, and Ray nailed it, you know, wanting to give back. And that's really, uh, I know Bedrose talks about this. I've watched a lot of, a lot of, a lot of other amazing entrepreneurs talk about, you know, when you were able to give back and people see value in it, that's when you're truly going to be successful where you're not so focused on the dollars. You're just focused on, I want to help people. And you made a great statement there, helping people to help people through this mm-hmm. coaching where you've made this transition now to teach other people online coaching. So, mm, but next year I'm going to start another fitness coaching business because like it was how I started, you know, and I feel that not actually doing the thing that I'm teaching, it sort of puts you out of touch with like what they're really going through. And so I know that I'll be able to have way more credibility behind what I'm doing when I'm still doing both in tandem, you know, it just makes a lot more sense. So that's currently what I'm working on at the moment behind the scenes, which is really exciting. But yeah, like it's, that's what it's about. I think 
as well what you said though it's like i used to listen to these podcasts all the time when i was like 19 years old 20 listening it's funny like that was only a couple years ago but you know what i mean like so i would listen to these podcasts and hear people say like oh it's all about helping people it's not about the money and i would just think to myself these people are stupid like these people are lying <laughs> yeah, these people love are just bullshitting because they're trying to make themselves seem and like and angelic whatever and it's so interesting because i used to have that mindset because like it's how it's, it's what gets, gets you started like so many people get into business to make money and that is totally fair and fine but let me tell you right now you won't stay for the money because you will get burnt out it's exhausting being an entrepreneur my god yeah Tell everybody how old you are. Tell everybody how old you are. We know, but tell everybody, because you're very successful for your age. So my point is, is people need to know that, you know, you don't have to be this 45, 50 year old entrepreneur to be hey, successful. Hey, hey, that hurts. That hurts. I'm the oldest guy got, in the room. I got feelings here. Yeah. I'm the oldest guy in the room. So everybody <laughs> can suck it, but tell everybody how young you are. I'm 22. 22. Yeah. 22. I have a 22 25 year old son. Slaying it. Yeah, my son turns 20 in uh, two weeks. Okay, now I feel like a dirty old man sending you a picture of me. (laughs) Can you just block me? I actually thought you were 24, which still makes it wrong, but not as wrong. Honey, I love you. That's to my wife. Oh, my God. I'm like blushing. I did not know you were 22. I thought you were a little older. But that's amazing. And that's that's what hard work. You know, I believe in, in time plus effort equals result. And I mean, it does. I always yeah. tell people it's no it's never too early or too late Absolutely. to be the best you you can be. And I love that you're branching off. Um, you know, you're you found a passion. You're monetizing it. It's phenomenal. And yeah, I feel like a creeper now. I actually I just unfollowed you because <laughs> you're going to be like this dirty old man just sent me a picture. But Oh, I, 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 well, listen, on the bright no, side, I'm you actually had to. I'm going to open it live on that. Well, he actually had his clothes on, and that's a plus, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Well, Ray, Ray's actually done the podcast naked before, yep. but we, we, we talked him out of that today. Yeah, I'm so, respectful to ladies, but yeah, wow. we didn't we didn't want to scar your retinas for the rest of your life. Oh, that threw me oh, off. Oh, wow. That is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> there I am. There I am, ladies oh, and gentlemen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screenshot. Oh, that's great. Listen, let me send something with my shirt off looking good if you're going to post it to 130,000 people. I only got one shot at impressing you, lady. Holy. Well, I followed you, so there you go. Thank you. See that? So I think I'm interested in the podcast. Yeah, tell us about about that. Yeah, because, I mean, you guys are ranked top 10 in the world by Income Incubator in the world. No, by NASDAQ. Top 10 by NASDAQ. By NASDAQ. Wow. Mm. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I wrote my note in the wrong place. By NASDAQ, which gives a shit. You're top so 10 in the world. Yeah, exactly. So tell us about that. Where can people follow that? Where can they listen more uh, about? Because obviously you are putting out amazing content. 22 years old and you are sharing wisdom. You look amazing. You're intelligent. You, you know, I can't obviously look articulate. So where can people go to hear more? Yeah, it's, it's, it's on all podcast providers. So like, and whenever I say the word podcast, like American people are like, oh my God, say it again. <laughs> we 
can you guys say hold, hold on. on tell everybody what word i asked you to say earlier do you remember what it was good but gonna, do i really have to say come it? on <laughs> it's my podcast with jason you have to do what i want podcast my podcast well it was the word naughty oh my god yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta say that's the winner lauren i mean so I, and i will i it will admit my that word of the day what's that Naughty should have been my word of the day. No, no, that would not be good. Because that means you're going down a whole nother career yeah. field. And I recommend you don't do that. No. I think you're doing a much better job. You're a much better role model model for women. Nice. Not going down the naughty road. I'm get I want to take off. I'm just getting hot. This is awesome. But I can't say it. This is no, the best podcast no, ever. Naughty. I can't say it like that. So. <laughs> Holy oh shit. Oh my gosh. So we say it again in your English Naughty. Not naughty. <laughs> I like because what you guys do is you break them down. You I mean, it's I got the, a whole it's the way, yeah, it's the way I'm you enunciate at, the syllables. In on your in your Instagram, you've got this black dress on, and I could just see you saying that. But you got the hair all done up, and not too. All right, yeah, you need. Let's to move. Stop. You need we'll to move. stop. We'll you move. Need I'm stop. kidding. I'm kidding. It's so, all out hey, of respect. Back to the podcast. Yes. Where can go. people go to learn more? Because uh, yeah, Lauren, I've learned a lot just sitting here listening to you. I love. I, I got to tell you, you put out amazing content on Instagram. I love your posts. Um, Oh, I have one other question too on that okay. note because you are putting out a lot of great stuff. You're doing a lot. Uh, yes. You, I don't, are you doing this all by yourself or have you built an amazing team? And that's a key part of entrepreneurship. Okay. How do we expand and scale ourselves, especially when you are, you are the product? Yeah. So for years I was doing it by myself from the age of 16 to 21. I was literally doing it by myself. So the first person that I hired was in 10 months ago, um, just a video editor. And then I brought someone on sort of like as my right-hand guy, pretty much like doing a lot of stuff. But now I have a team of nine, um, but that's all related to my business, Impact School, the coaching business to help people start their own online coaching businesses. Because um, really... When it comes to my social media content, the only thing that I have someone do for me is edit my videos because like, I don't, I, I want to create all the content. Like that's the role that I always want to play in my business. I'm more than happy to hire everything else out, but it's like, I want to create the content for my programs. I want to create the content for my social media. And then I want to train coaches on my content and also have them add their own expertise to it you know so that they can make it even better so that's kind of how things work now so for example on one of my programs I have five coaches and they do there's five coaching calls going on each week so that my clients can you know jump on the coaching calls and then basically in the in, in the e-learning portal that my clients get basically like I do all the videos right so like I I'm in the video I make the workbooks but then like once I've made all the workbooks I send the massive like google document of like I know 40 pages to my graphic designer. She makes it look nice. My video editor edits all the stuff. But like, I, it wasn't always that way. You know, it wasn't always that easy. I used to do everything. And like, I think when you're starting out with no VC funding, no debt, like you have to do that. I've just, I've kind of built this one up myself, like without ever, without ever having funding or investment or anything. But like, you don't need investment these days. You can make money online without that. Wow. Yeah, a, and that's a great point. That's a very valid and I, point. I think yeah. it gives you a great appreciation for where you're at now because you've started from the bottom up. You know what I mean? You've exactly. you worked from the foundation up. So you know every yeah. intricate piece of of your company. I mean, before you know, I mean, you're going to be a force. You are a force right now to be reckoned with. 
I can only imagine oh, what you're yeah. going to be. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, your one, five and 10 year plan. I, I Wow. I bet it's going to be just enormous, enormous. Mm, yeah. It's exciting. Boom. Okay. And I totally threw you off. So let's, uh, you know, we talked about building that team. Tell us about where people can go to listen to your podcast and what kind of content you're putting out on that. Mm, yeah. Well, actually, well, so with regards to the podcast, like you can find on any podcast provider, right? So if you go to Instagram right now, if you're on your phone, if you're driving, obviously don't do this. But if you're on your phone, go on Instagram, type in the word impact, then type in underscore, then type in the word school. And you're going to find this like Instagram page, which looks sexy AF. It's like all nice. It's just the one for the podcast. So that's actually one of the things that one of my team members does. Um, Cause that's not like my personal content. That's the podcast content. And so, yeah, there's a bunch of things there. Like the link in the bio, you can click on that and you'll be able to listen on whatever podcast provider is best for you. Um, but again, if you want to type impact school into any podcast provider, you will find it. There we go. He's got it out in front of him. Yeah. And like, and just on the topic of uh, building a team, like I think something that I've realized now, and I've realized this, you know, later, well, actually I'm glad that I've realized it six years into having my own business online. But at the same time, I wish I'd realized it sooner is like, you need people who have gone before you to have as your mentor. So I've just hired a team um, and basically they're going to be, and it was like a high five figure investment to help me build my own team and my own systems in my business. Because here's the thing, like I don't want to mess about and try and figure it out by myself because it's my business that's on the line. And so also not only that, but like when you invest into your own business, as someone who is helping people build their own businesses, it gives me so much more credibility to say, Hey, you need to invest in your business. Cause like I'm doing it too. And you know, so it's an interesting mindset shift that I've had, but it's definitely, definitely going to pick off. I'm, I'm in the same boat with you right now. I know both Ray and I, as we're growing our businesses, uh, I, I'm dumping a bunch of money into mine right now. And sometimes I look at it and I'm like, God, I don't want to be spending this. But, yeah. you know, it's that long-term gain. It's that commitment. It goes back to that word, knowing that you got to invest in the short term for those long-term gains. So I exactly. love that. Exactly. All right. Well, we're getting close to the end here. Uh, we got a timeline with this lady. You can't go I over know, with yeah, this one. She's got, she's she's got, got SGO. Shit to, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, got yeah. shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say shit to do, I was gonna, but I, that didn't work. So. Yeah. You threw me off that with S SGO. Not that one. Sorry. Shit, shit going on. Yeah, mm, busy, lazy. Like but we definitely do appreciate your time, and I'm being serious. I know I've been joking around a lot, but definitely learning a lot from you. It's amazing, and that's what I tell people. You know, don't have an ego. Leave your. We leave our egos at the front door. If somebody at 22 can teach someone that's 31 something, great. You know, plus you know, because I'm 31. Um, <laughs> shut up. No, no but you know, at 40, he's not 30. 47, and maybe, you know, I can maybe, maybe that T-shirt is 31. Shut up. Yeah. But my point is, is thank you for your time. I know we're going to wrap it up here in a second. We got um, we got two more questions. Yeah. One, do you have any yeah. questions for us? Yeah, I do. Oh okay. man, here no, we go. I can't. She's gonna let now you. Now it's getting real. Okay, it ain't the first <laughs> time I've been lit up. <laughs> this is problematic because I'm like the most inquisitive person you'll ever meet. And so uh, I always have tons of questions. But that's one thing, like asking questions is just the best thing ever. Okay, so I have loads. I'm going to ask maybe three or four or five. Okay, so firstly, why did you want to become a Navy SEAL? 
You go first. No, right? The honor is yours. I just wanted to be, um, I heard it was the toughest thing in the world to do. Um, and I wanted to be the best at what I thought I was put on this earth to do. Um, it was just a calling, you know, and I think you found your calling at the time I found mine. It was, uh, it was to serve. And, and I love, I'm a very aggressive physical person by nature. And I found a home by doing that. And it was, you know, Jason and I were in the same boat crew and bud. So we've been through a lot together and I, so that's how you met. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's we, how met. we met. Lauren, is how how Lauren, oh, how, how she gave us an all. <laughs> how tall are you? Because uh, Ray and I are both on the shorter end of the spectrum, and uh, I think. Okay. Oh yeah. So, so in SEAL training, the boat crews are there. They go by height. So the tallest dudes are boat crew one, and the shortest right. guys are all in one boat crew together. So Ray and I were in the shortest boat crew. You know what it was called? The Smurf okay. Crew. Yep. You're hanging out with two Smurfs. <laughs> yep. Wait, so how tall are you? Uh, I'm 5'8". Are you taller than me? Am I 5'7"? I, I think I'm one. Yeah, I'm a yeah, little but bit taller I'm not than sure. You. I thought you were going to, I thought you were about to say that you were like my height, you know? No, 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 no. I'm, that's, I'm, that's, I'm four foot we're, 11. We're not dwarfs. We're, we're not dwarfs. <laughs> we're Smurfs. Huge difference. I feel better. Huge I, difference. I'm the smallest one. In, I mean, I'm the, the tallest one in the room. Yeah. Five, nine. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Brian. Yeah, we hate you. So, uh, all right. What was your next question? Well, you didn't answer. You didn't tell me. Oh, why you so here's it. here's for me. A lot of the similar reasons is Ray, but I will tell you, I was not a big kid in any way whatsoever. I actually blossomed pretty late in my life. So I literally was the ninety pound weakling in high school, about the age of fifteen, when I came. You were from, the opposite of me, the exact opposite. Yep. <laughs> but both of us, I, I got picked on too. But mm -hmm. I had just this relentless inner. Fu spirit. And I basically I would have people tell me that I can't do something like I, they told me I could never play football. I went out for the football team. I never started, but I played. Um, <laughs> I, I ended up wrestling and then I came from military family and my dad told me about the SEAL teams. And just like Ray, I wanted to do it because everybody said it was the hardest training out there. Wow. And, uh, and everybody told me I would never do it. I'd never make it. And that just fueled my fire. And I'm still that way to this day. If you tell me yeah. I can't do something, I, it'll only add fuel to my fire. Proving people yeah, wrong. I'm the exact same. Yeah. I'm literally the same. Like people always tell me like, <laughs> you're 22. Like you can't build your own business. Like go back to university. You should never have dropped out. Like all this stuff. And it's just hilarious because like, what I find is that people in life who end up becoming like the most successful, you know, it, it, success to everyone has a different definition, but like, let's just go with like society's typical definition of like success being like making loads of money and like all that. People who become the most successful are the ones who go against the grain, the ones who do the things that people don't think that they can do. And it's just hilarious because like people are scared to make these risks take these leaps but it's just like look at everyone in life who's done well have they taken a massive risk yes they have so why the hell are you not doing that and i just find it fascinating human nature everyone just wants to fit in but the people who i have met again who are the most successful are the biggest weirdos they're the biggest you know <laughs> it's, yeah that's it i mean it's, it's just true huh you had it's me just, a weirdo yeah exactly any other questions yeah okay so in america like everyone who's in the army is like super um 
it's amazing. Like you guys are so like proud of it and stuff. So how do you, why do you think that the culture's like sort of like that? Cause it's not really the same here. Like people are obviously, you know, they respect people who are like in the army or the forces or whatever. But like, why do you think it's so amplified over there in the States? You well, know this one. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't always this way. No. And as a matter of fact, it's ebbed and flowed. I mean, America's such a young country. I mean, we're only 244 years old. Yeah. And uh, we've been through multiple wars. Although, interestingly enough, we've fought in more places and we've lost more service members than any other nation on earth. We have provided wow. more service members forward to fight for freedom, especially mm -hmm. in World War II. Uh, we lost yeah. over 150,000 service members. Um, oh anyways, the bottom line is, uh, after Vietnam, it was not that way. It, that was a very unpopular war here in America. Mm -hmm. And our military members were vilified. P they were spit on when they came home. Uh, really? oh my God, it was really, really bad. So if you're a Vietnam veteran wow. listening to our podcast right now, Ray and I have the utmost respect for you guys. We love you. Uh, you guys set the example for us. Yes, As a yes, matter sir. of fact, when we came in, we were learning Vietnam era tactics from the, the SEALs wow. at that yeah. point. So, but right now, Lauren, you're seeing a real big spike in the respect for American service members. And it's awesome because there's so many people mm. and companies yeah. that are providing support. There's so many programs and hopefully that'll continue. Um, unfortunately, history has a habit of repeating itself. So we'll see what the future brings. But um, mm, I, I think it's amazing, honestly. I, I love it. Like how whenever I go to sort of like events in America, like business events and stuff, they always sort of like do special perks for people who have been in the military. And it like it's, it's amazing. It's really, really cool. Well, you guys so, have an awesome military. I mean, I, I, I worked with some of your SAS and yep. SBS special operations guys. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you guys are excellent i mean I, yeah i think that, i think that it's just like not spoken about as much here like you guys talk about it in pride whereas over here to be in the army like no one really speaks about it as much hmm. it's not seen as such like as prestigious job it's huh. seen as just like i don't know it's not it's just kind of neutral honestly but like i have so much respect for them obviously like so so much but i think that's because i've seen how you guys over in the States, how seriously you, mm -hmm. you take your military. So yeah. Okay. Final question. Hmm. <laughs> I love how I'm like fully interviewing you now. Like okay. It. So what was, and um, I know that you were in the same, like you said the same boat, right? Same uh, boat I, crew, please. Boat crew. Right. Okay. Kid, kid, we're kidding. Several times yeah. we were, we, we were in the same boat a lot. Yeah. A lot. Hugging each other. <laughs> okay. There was a lot of hugging to try and stay warm. Mm, cute. So you say you were in the same. <laughs> wow. You say you were in the same. Wow. Cute. The same mm. bow crew. Bow crew. Smurf um, crew. Yeah. But can you each give me like a different answer? I think it'll be more interesting. Okay. So, what was like the craziest experience you ever had when you were in the military? In military or tra like training for fun, like a fun story, like in buds or? Give me both. Uh, that sounds really dodgy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be careful with some of my crazy stuff because you are a lady. Um, crazy. No, no, seriously, like I, I think story. That uh, is good content. We had people in in our boat crew that wouldn't put out, and I remember a lot of couple times, yeah, where we would just literally beat them with paddles on their heads, or you know, try to you know, we because we have to row with you know wooden oars, and we would literally like beat each other senseless with them because people would get so tired they would just want to stop working. Well, that's not true. We only had to beat one person. 
was that was that uh what was it jamie or who was it yeah yeah jamie we had, yeah we i know his last name person. too well there's one guy and he you what you gotta understand about lt here jay is you know jay's like 165 70 pounds wet he's not a big man but he's got a temper on him um, we saw that recently at a Christmas party. We're going to leave it alone. Yeah. Um, let's, 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 let's forget about we, that. We, I, you know, I'm a bigger, a little bigger than him and I trying to simmer him down is pretty fun because he gets riled up. You got to give him space. But I think, um, in buds, it would have either been that or I can't tell her what I did in third phase or, um, God, maybe just watching people. I know it sounds horrible, but just watching the people that you thought were going to not quit, quit. I know that sounds crazy because a lot of emotions go through your head. And, and as, as crazy as it sounds, I was like, you know, if you wanted this so much, why are you so willing to give up so easy on it? You know, and I would be like, personally, because we were in the shittiest crew, the smallest, we had our, our advantages. We lost everything. Everything. Else. We always got our ass handed to us. But it was like, it didn't even dawn on us to do that. It was like, you know, I got him, he's got me, fuck it, let's just do it. And then when people were so willing to quit so early, it's just so, I don't know, it just... It inspires me because it's like, damn, right? You're doing it right. Even though you're losing at every fucking race you're doing, you're not quitting. And I think there's a huge difference in life between failing and quitting. I fail every day. I just won't quit. Mm, I love that. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right. So uh, uh, in training, and as a matter of fact, Ray, I brought up this story but I to you, but I remember another part of this story. You may or may not remember it. Like, it's, I don't know. It's crazy how my brain works. It, sometimes it'll tap into an old memory. So Hell Week, Lauren, is the hardest part of training. It's uh, the sixth week of training. When you go through SEAL training, you go the entire week without sleep. Uh, about five and a half days. You're constantly wet, cold, sandy. You carry the boat around on top of your head. You get the most, almost 75% of the class will quit during hell week. And by the time you're done, you can barely walk, think straight. Obviously, you know, you've been awake now for over 111, 120 hours or something. Um, so Ray and I get a little bit of sleep and we decide we're going to go into town. We can't even walk like you're swollen, like your fingernails and toenails <laughs> fall off this. because you're so wet, like your all your joints and your hands and feet swell up. I mean, your your entire body's chafed and sexy. us, us two sexy. idiots decide we're going to go into town and we go to Hooters. Now, here's the part of the story you may not remember. So at some point we're done and we go to leave. And we're standing outside getting ready to leave. And we walk away and we're like hobbling down the street to go back. And uh, and I go, hey, man, did you pay? And you were like, no. And I was like, I thought you did. And I was like, I thought you paid. Oh, so do you remember this? We, I do we, not. Yeah, we so totally tired. dined and dashed after Hell Week. Not intentionally, but <laughs> we did not turn around and go back, man. We were so broken and we yeah. were just ready. We were just ready to go. So, yeah, we, we, we yeah. dined and dashed Hooters in San Diego. Friday night. After We've done week. some dumb shit. I'm not going to lie to you, Miss Lauren. We've done some stupid shit. So, but, uh, but yeah, blessed. And, uh, you know, we're still here and still friends and that's what it's all about. I love your definition of success. Success is happiness and the people you surround yourself with and money is a byproduct of it. Mm, I love it. Amazing. Amazing. Well, guys, thank you so much for having me. It's yes. been great. I've loved it. Let's wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, so we're going to we wrap do. it up. So at the end of every show with our word of the day, we wrap it up with something called uh, two minutes of motivation. And it's just a rapid fire wrap up of, of the word. We just talk about the word. So you you, uh, you want me to go real quick? You then go you first. Go, and yeah. then Lauren, feel free if you'd like to join in 
Uh, we just go one after another. So the word for today is committed. And committed is just being all about it. It's about being all in all the time. And it is recognizing that is absolutely going to be hard. No matter what mountain, adversity, obstacle gets in your path, as I always say, you are going to get off the X and drive through it. And no matter what person tells you you can't do it, what little demon in your mind says you're not going to make it, you stay committed until the end. Committed, loyalty equals royalty. Stay true to yourself, ladies and gentlemen. We have a perfect example of a young lady that's 22 years old who is kicking ass and taking names. She believed in herself. She believed in her cause. She gave up everything that she was doing because it wasn't making her happy. She defines success as helping others help themselves. She's doing what she loves. She is committed, and I am honored to be sitting here looking at her. Ma'am, do you want to finish? Yeah, you guys are the perfect example of people who are committed. It's about knowing what you want and doing whatever it takes in order to make it happen, in order to make it real, in order to turn that vision and put a mission behind it. Because without commitment, you're never going to achieve great things. You need to be committed. You need to be resilient. You need to have that discipline and you need to make things happen for yourself so that you can create a greater future for yourself, for your loved ones. And everyone listening to this right now, pick one thing, have that thing in mind, know exactly what you want. And from this day forward, make it happen, make it real. Yeah. Destroying it. All right. Well, the lovely, the talented Miss Lauren Tickner. If you are not following her, you need to follow her right now on Instagram at Lauren Tickner. That's her biggest platform. She is also on LinkedIn. She is on YouTube. And uh, if you would like to get some amazing online coaching from a gal who has been there, done that, and is coaching others to success, teaching them how to be committed, go find her. All right. This has been the Overcome and Conquer show. I am Jason Overcome Redmond. And I am Ray Cash Care. And we are out. Boom. Thanks for listening to the Overcome and Conquer show. Tune in next time. And please remember to subscribe on iTunes. Please visit overcomeandconquer.com. Hey, this is Ray Cash Care. Thanks for listening to the Overcome and Conquer show. If you love the show, we want you to do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a five-star message, leave a comment, and share with your friends. <gasps> Boom!